Before the fight, I'm going to be respectful and loving. After the fight, I'm going to be respectful and loving. But during the fight, it's a competition, and I'm going to try to knock them out. <laughs> to the glory of God. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing, so do your own research. Hey, Hopper Podcast hoppers, this is the third and final segment of our interview with Jimbo Mullen. If you have not heard the other two... I think you'll still find this conversation somewhat interesting, but it'll make so much more sense if you've heard the other two parts. All right, enjoy. Well, hey, I wanted you brought up something in your testimony that I wanted to maybe have a separate discussion about. Um, yeah, and yeah. that is, you know, I've I've watched UFC from the very beginning. I've been a fan yeah. of mixed martial arts, and uh, I knew lots of key players, uh, and and I just loved watching different matchups and. Uh, and different organizations that then uh, you know, either the UFC purchased or you know are still going alongside. And uh, but I've always had this question in my mind about uh, the validity of it. Um, is it blood sport? Is it sport? And you know, I know you were wrestling through that over the years. And as one yeah. who is a who is a participant and successful in it, um, and then struggling with that, I thought maybe we could we could try to nuance that a little bit or talk about it you know what when is it yeah, sure yeah when are you able to to um to fight for god's glory in a sport and when is it you know and of course we know that if it's if you're wrapped up in in your own glory no matter what you're doing whether it's running a business or anything else then we know that that's sin right so having that put aside knowing that we all agree that that's sin but just is is mixed martial arts a valid sport? Um, you know, some people have disagreed with me and and I kind of con- condemned my viewing of it. And you know, I, I would say things like uh, to to church people, "Hey, I'm going to have a, a UFC party at my house," and I'd say, uh, "The UFC probably the devil," <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say something like, "It probably should be illegal." But until it oh, is, wow. I'm going to watch every last bit of it, you know? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's and, um, funny. So, yeah, help uh, chime in on that and help us navigate that a little bit. Um, is fighting evil yeah. or is, can it be evil? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as you already said, uh, and I'll quote three scriptures that will just solidify this. Yeah. Everything that does not come from faith is sin. Uh-huh. Yes. Romans 14, 23, yeah. B. Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible yeah. to please God. Right? That that that's eleven six a. Right? Uh-huh. For anyone who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder for those who earnestly seek Him. Galatians five six says the only thing that counts is faith, working itself, expressing out. Yeah. itself through love. Uh-huh. Yes. Right? Yes. So whatever I'm doing, if I'm not doing it. That for the glory of God, right. by faith and in love to honor Christ, I I shouldn't be doing it. And if it's yeah. something that's clearly forbidden in the Scripture, I can't do it by faith and in love, uh-huh. right? Right. So, do I see this forbidden in Scripture? No. Uh huh. It's a sport, right? Yeah. Is is it a dangerous sport? Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Is there a lot of dangerous sports? Yes. Yes. 
uh-huh. right? Uh, do I believe? Uh, and, and I'll back up and say, when when you're in the ring as a uh, boxer, kickboxer, mm-hmm. ultimate fighter, whatever it is, you feel like you're gonna die if, yeah, you know, it, it's your mindset. Because when somebody's trying to knock you out, right, you don't know if you're gonna wake up. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's just the facts. Yeah, and you know, and and I would say that's the same way with football players Uh right and and the same way with uh other sports that are really high intensity and uh and dangerous that way but uh but yeah so it's it's you have you're knowing going into it that this is putting your life on the line right yeah you're knowing you're this is your your job Uh your your sport your job this is your vocation and I think if people know that they're they're doing this and they're committed to doing it, even though they know the dangers, they know all the dangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think it should be, it can be done for God's glory by uh-huh. faith yeah. and in love. Yep. Yeah, you know, as I've seen it uh, evolve over the years, like in the early years, back when you're fighting in in eight, when there's very few rules. I remember yeah. seeing one guy just pound another guy's crotch until the guy couldn't take it anymore. You know, that <laughs> was in one of those early UFCs. Ouch! Yeah. Ouch. And, um, and as, <laughs> as they've like, they have weight classes and they have rules and safety rules, and it gets more and more sanctioned. It, yeah. it feels more like a sport and less like the Wild West, you know, or, or yeah. less like yeah. a blood sport. But um, and so it's kind of that that sensibility has has softened in me. But it's it's uh, also like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna express my faith in love by knocking your ass out. <laughs> yeah, know, like it's a yeah. little, it's 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 dicey, right? And then um, yeah, and then people now there's you know, all the concussion protocol with football. There are people who yeah. are backing off a of football, and then uh, it's it's just kind of a continuum, right? Because there's a lot of concussions yeah. in soccer too from heading the ball. Yeah, uh, the goalie yeah. kicks it way down the field, you know, three quarters way down the field, and then you head it. Um, you can yeah. get a concussion real quick. And so it's like, where do you draw those lines? And it, yeah. it, since it is like this continuum. And so I'm with you. I think I'm I'm with you. I sat in my driveway as a young man in my 20s. And That's I, what I think. I, I think, think so. I'm with you. I think. I think. I, I think it's a worthy discussion, though. You know, I think it's yeah. valid to, to banter. Um, I do. Yeah. And uh, and I, I remember sitting in my driveway with the, with one of my best friends saying, hey, I don't know what to do with my life. I, I got three ideas. One is gospel ministry. Two is music ministry. And three is fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. thank goodness I went into gospel ministry. Um, I don't think I had the chops for music ministry. I think I had some creative talent, but not the musical talent. I certainly uh, don't have vocal talent. Um, and and the fighting, I just think I would have been, I would have learned soon enough. <laughs> you know, I would have had some moderate okay. success. And then as I tried to climb the ladder, I would have been beat down and like, oh yeah, I, I don't have, I, I can't, yeah, I can't get up that high. And then what would I be, you know, what would I do then? It would be, yeah. you know, 10 years down the road, I'd be 30 something. And yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm yeah, as you say, in God's providence, I'm, I'm glad, yeah. but I, I was genuinely thinking about that as an option. And, right. And and I was a Christian and I was thinking about could I do this for the glory of God? Um, yeah. And of, 
and I think everything we do has has some mixed motives and things we can't quite navigate. And and our yeah. heart is deceitful. Who can know it? Um, and and so I think there there even in gospel ministry. I mean, how many people have you met who are pastors and you think, man, is this about the Lord? Or is this about you? Because yeah. you seem a little yeah. too into yourself, <laughs> brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, look at my uh, look at my resume. Look at my uh, uh, how how fast my church grew and. It, yeah. No matter who you are, people are going to struggle with that. And so, yeah. um, and so it's just an interesting discussion to say, Hey, I, can you beat somebody, beat them up for the glory yeah. of God? You know, is it, can it be defined as a sport? And, and like I said, I think you're right, but <laughs> what do you think, I Willie? Think, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a little bit softer on it. Although I think that uh, what I mean is I'm, I think I'm, I'm going to draw the, it, it's a slidey bar, right? We're trying to draw a line here. Um, as far there's risks in every kind of sport. There's risks when you go in and out and drive a car. Yeah, you know uh, that's it. And so, but then at some point, you know, uh, is it loving someone if you really are trying to knock them out? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, it, it's hard for me to say. I've actually have been for the last two years. I've been practicing judo, and yeah, uh, and I love that. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, you know. The sparring there, but I the way I practice it, I'm I, you know I've started as an older person, and so you know in in our dojo, I'm you know I'm we're practicing and I'm throwing people and they're throwing me, and but we're all very friendly and very you know uh, I'm trying to help somebody and they're trying to help me. If I you know what I have seen um, with the ultimate fighting, it, it's it's harder for me to that seems a little bit further down the road. What does it mean to yeah. love somebody if I'm trying to uh, kick them unconscious? Is that love? I don't know. Yeah, but and I think yeah. Well, guys, yeah. guys, when I when I say the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love, when God says that, Galatians yeah. five, yeah, six, yeah, yeah. I, when I'm fighting somebody, when I'm competing with somebody, yeah, I'm not trying to love them. You're right. I'm not trying to love them. I'm competing right. against them. Do you? Would you say that when somebody's racing somebody else and they're trying to beat them, right? And have the victory, and these people are going to be basically discouraged right. and shamed. It's it's there's yeah. there's a time for this. There's a time for that. Yeah. And I would say my faith and in love has to be to the glory of God, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. First and foremost, and I'm having a competition match with this person, right. which mm-hmm. we're fully knowing going into that. And and I'm not thinking that I'm trying to love this person at the moment. Right. Before the fight, I'm going to be respectful right. and loving. After the fight, I'm going to be respectful and loving. Right. But during the fight, it's a competition, and I'm going to try to knock them out. Yeah. <laughs> right. To the glory of God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think and I, agree, I think that's biblical and i think god's a warrior uh-huh. one and two paul says i'm gonna buffet my body and make it my slave he talks often about competition uh-huh. and pointing to even the the uh the athletic uh, yeah. idea right anyway i, I, to throw I was that just out. about to say that like in, in terms of competing i think there is a place for it and yes, i think there's yes, yes and especially in when i played a lot of basketball i learned so many life lessons through athletics and through the discipline required to get ready to compete, and the uh, what what kind of heart do you have? Do you want to win? Do you you know? And th- those kinds of lessons, uh, how to lose, 
uh, how to respect your coach and listen. How, you know, all Amen. these these lessons were fantastic, and I'm a big advocate for athletics. And I think I totally yes, agree. Yes, Even yes. with combat sports, I think there is a place where if you know the Lord, you can you can do it for His glory, and you can be respectful and. Um, and you don't do anything illegal, but everyone knows the game. Everyone knows the score when you're going in there. We're agreeing. Yeah. We're going to try to knock each other out. It's a competition, and I can I can still appreciate uh, and love you and respect you no matter how this ends up, whether you win or Amen. whether I win. And I don't have to be a, um, an ugly winner, and I don't have to be a sore loser. Um, those lessons still apply in any competition. But I think Amen. there are people out there who say, uh, they don't like competition, period. Right. Uh, yeah, they just don't want any competition. And then that continuum, they're, they're more quick to draw a line where there are sports that are more prone to injury, um, that, are, that appear more like blood sport than others. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm yeah. like, uh, hmm, I think there's a place for this, but I, I can appreciate and understand your position if yeah, uh, yeah. it's not for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and that's, that's okay, right? We yeah. have... Dave, about six months ago, I discovered an app on my phone that you need to know about. Okay. It's called Dwell. 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 It's an audio Bible. Okay. Yeah. You can listen to the Bible anytime, anywhere that you have your phone. It is, I'm telling you, fantastic. Huh. I listen in the car as I'm driving around to see my patients from home to home. What kind of translations does it have? Yeah, it has all different kinds of translations of Good. the Bible. It has the ESV, uh -huh. which is probably my favorite, but yeah. it's not. I don't listen to only that one. I also like the NIV, the New American Standard. It also has the King James, the New Living Translation, the NRSV. Actually, recently I've been uh, uh, listening through the prophets in the Message, which is uh, Eugene, Eugene Peterson. Peterson? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So uh, on on Dwell, you can choose the reader. Uh, the person who's reading, you can personalize your reading plans. There's men and women. There's people with kind of uh, fast talkers and slow talkers. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, Dwell is great. Tell me about the app. Is it easy to use? Is it layout yeah. straightforward? Yeah. It is super easy to use. Good. Um, it is very intuitive. Um, here's the thing. The free version um, that you can download and just get, it has all the features, but it doesn't have the entire Bible. Hmm. Um, it's only got, I think it's got the Gospel of Matthew uh -huh. and maybe Genesis, maybe. Okay. Anyway, when I first started using it, when I heard about it, I saw how good Dwell was. I immediately became a lifetime member. Uh, but uh, so it does cost money to open up the entire app right. uh, for, for the entire Bible. But you can start with a monthly or yearly subscription. Gotcha. So I definitely need to check that out for sure. I mean, you've been talking a lot about it. Yep. And yep. now we have agreed to make an advertisement for them. That's we're, right. We're in biz with Dwell. That's right. We are. Because you have loved this app so I'm, much. Yeah. And I need to check it out myself. So Hopper Podcast Hoppers, I invite you to do the same. You can see in our show notes how to find a deal with Dwell. And you'll also be supporting the Hopper Podcast. Yeah. Thanks a bunch. I think we have freedom in Christ to pursue that, which we believe isn't against the scripture, but and would you can glorify God in that. And and as the weaker brother arguments in Romans and First Corinthians, don't condemn the other person either right, way. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, when you start talking, I was thinking, oh, this is this falls in the disputable matters, you know. Totally. That's Corinthians, right. Corinthians, Romans. Yeah. yeah. Um I wanted to ask you about 
uh, your afflictions, as you call them, the thorns in your flesh, the injuries, and, and you know, yeah. tell us about your current state and if that has impacted this discussion at all. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, first of all, I want to tell you, I didn't, I didn't start out with this kind of idea with my fighting. Sure. When I retired, part of my retirement was I didn't believe what I was doing was uh -huh. honoring to the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and, but I also didn't have anything to do with, uh, with, uh, guns at the time. Yeah. I, right. I didn't have anything to do with a lot of things that you could that I do up. now that I believe I can use for the glory of God. Right. I believe by God's grace, I'd never want it to happen, but I believe by God's grace, if I had to defend my life of my family uh -huh. or myself for my family's well-being for the glory of christ and and um use a, a pistol right. what a shotgun deadly whatever force. i yes deadly yeah. force i believe by god's grace i could do that for his glory uh -huh. would yeah. i be loving that person no <laughs> would i be honoring god and honoring my family yes right so i think that's a similar idea to yeah. where we're not always right commanded to love somebody in that in that sense you yeah, know there's, there's a, a there's a time, time for this and a yeah. time for that yeah right. yeah ouch oh, lord yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sorry did i answer your question oh. take me back to your question yeah, so, that's uh, part of the the physical yeah. effects that you were <laughs> yeah. asking about yeah. that, that's that yeah. is the question tell us more about you know uh how your body is is now as a result of, of yeah. this career and you know, and Amen. what you just said, this is, this, this folds into your story, which is, you know, yeah. everyone's got a story and everyone's been through stuff and, the, and, and they learn things over years of the Lord's grace yeah. to sanctify us and to guide us because yeah. we're so stupid, you know, we're That's so, <laughs> we're so pathetic and so true. broken. We need a whole <laughs> lifetime to understand just to be ready to die. Right. And go meet him. True. And uh, so it's, true. it's just part of your story. And, and, and that's, yeah. and I loved hearing it. So, so, so tell me like, you know, you used to do these, these like splits on, on the, in, in the ring, right. Kind of like a, Hey, yeah. this is, this is my thing. I'm going to do this, this split jump split onto the ground. Yeah. Right. And, and you said yeah. that, that's wrecked your hips or just tell us what you're dealing with now physically. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me start at what I just struggled with my memory yeah. right now. Yeah. I've been knocked out, I think five times in my career. Yeah. And, uh, and my memory, I, I can't remember my short-term memory is so terrible brothers. Mm -hmm. My wife tells me three things she wants at the store. And I remember maybe one of them. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad it is. That's why I'm thankful for text. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my short-term memories, the only thing I remember consistently is the scriptures. Mm. And that's only God's grace and God's giftedness, right? Yeah. Everything else I struggle with. Anyway, so my hips, they've been bone on bone for like eight years now. Yeah. And so now they're getting into the nerves, just grinding away. Uh, I have five herniated discs. Yikes. And then four others that are bulging. Yeah. And then a fused neck. Uh-huh. So I think that stems from uh, my career choices. <laughs> yeah. Careful, careful yeah. what you pray for, brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, 
and, and obviously, uh, you know, the weight, you know, the weight doesn't help. Right. right you right. know? Yeah. And, you know, so, so now I, I, uh, use a handicapped scooter to go to the jails, you know, uh-huh. five times a week, praise the Lord, yeah. my joy. And, and honestly, that's, uh, I'm grateful that I could serve right. and I could still function and I've been gifted to preach and teach. Right. And, uh, yeah. So, so my hips and then I have arthritis all over my body, of right. course. Right. But, uh, praise the Lord. So I live every five to six hours off of 800 milligrams of ibuprofen yeah. and a thousand milligrams of Tylenol oh. and, and yeah, so I, 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 you know, that's how I'm able to right. dampen down and just be able to get through. It's helpful. Right. Yeah. yeah. With that many discs pushing on that many nerves, you would have pain pretty much everywhere, right? I mean, in yeah. your neck, going down your arms, and then certainly down your legs, in your back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, thankfully, the nerve pain going down my arm isn't too bad. Yeah. That's why I have the fused neck because right. one time it was emergency Awful. back. Yeah. But I had that uh, disc uh, fused and such. But by God's, and, and, and in order to get hip surgery f- with my insurance to pay for it, yeah, they say like I have to lose like 120 pounds. Uh-huh. So, so get this, guys. <laughs> so going into the hip surgery, right? I had to do physical therapy. I did that. And then I had to do the the injections, the you know the steroid yeah. injections, yep. and I did that for two years, and then they would consider hip surgery paying for it, right? Right. So so the steroid injections, one of the 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 side effects is guess what? Weight gain. Weight gain. Yep. Right. Yep, sure is. So I gained. So I gained 120 pounds over the couple years. Yeah. Right. And then when I want to get surgery, yeah. they tell me what? <laughs> You're too heavy. You got to lose yeah. all that I'm weight. Too heavy. Yeah. I got to lose 120 pounds. Yeah. This and I've been a regular been... theme uh, yeah. in, on our podcast yeah. complaining about health insurance. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely it's a regular awful. theme. It's awful. Yeah. Well, well, I don't want to I don't want to bore people, so yeah. <laughs> my my That's... my point is, and I've been struggling with weight gain my whole life, right? Uh-huh. And, and, uh, the only time I've ever kept my weight down is when I was professionally fighting Yeah, and because I trained yeah. five days a week and, uh, and now I can, you know, walking, I'm at, you know, from one to 10, I can't measure it perfectly, but when I walk, I can only walk three or four steps without, mm-hmm. you know, help my canes and, yeah. and, uh, and if I do, I'm out a l- easily a level eight pain. Yeah. When, you know, when I'm walking, yeah. the, because the nerves are grinding and everything in there with the right. hips and right. and. Uh, but I'm not complaining. I chose my my path, you know, so to speak. God predestined it, but human responsibility is a true doctrine, right, guys? Yeah, it sure is. Right. It sure That's is. right. We're not fatalists. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so I, I I'm trusting the Lord. And uh, just trying to try, I'm just trying to be faithful with what yeah. the Lord's given me right now. Yeah, I can totally relate to uh, the only way I can keep my weight down is with strenuous exercise. And if, yeah. and if when you're unable to exercise and you're, you're trying to lose a hundred plus pounds um, by just not eating, it is yeah. really hard and long yeah. and you feel awful. And talk about headaches. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, man, I'm, I'm, I hear you. It, that's a, that's a difficult task. I'm still struggling with it. 
And I'm not trying to play pity party for me. I know the the lot I've I've chosen from my human responsibility, right? Yeah. But but yeah, you're no, right. We asked it's you about hard. It. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I got two questions for you. Yeah. The first one is yeah. easy, and the other one, the next one is significant. Okay. So the easy one. If if we had <laughs> listeners who want to encourage you, connect with you, even support you, how could they do that? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, we're a five hundred one c three. Right. I want to let you know that (laughs) you get a a text where Christ Mm -hmm. satisfies ministries. Uh, If you wanted to support it, P.O. Box 172025, Tampa, Florida, 33511. Uh That's Christ satisfies ministries, P.O. Box 172025, Tampa, Florida, 33511. Five one one, and then they could uh, also donate and give online. Uh-huh. com slash donate dash two dash csm. Our web page is christsatisfies.org. dot org. Mm-hmm. Hit the donate button. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the easiest Sorry. way. Find your website. Yeah. Find the donate yeah. button. Yeah. And we're going to put those yeah. links in the show notes. So uh, if you didn't, if you're yeah. riding in the car, if you're out running errands, uh, it'll be in the show notes for you. You don't have to write it down right now. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And then one more Facebook page. Okay. Yep. Christ Satisfies Ministries. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. We'll put those there. So then, then my next question is, as you think about the story of your life thus far, and all the things that you've talked about or that you haven't talked about, whatever. I'm curious, what are you most proud of? I am, uh, no disrespect intended, but I believe pride is a sin. Mm-hmm. When, when, I, when I would say that, I would say I'm most honored mm-hmm. by uh, having... Um, heart but the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart i believe christians don't have a wicked heart anymore Mm. my shield is god most high who saves the upright in heart Mm. and i could give you 15 scriptures that say we have good pure noble upright hearts capable of true sincerity and our flesh governing the heart is why our hearts still sin Mm. we walk by the flesh not by the spirit Mm -hmm. anyway um I'm most honored to be able by faith and in love to serve the Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. give him glory by his grace through faith. That's what I'm most honored by. And I mean that with all my heart because mm-hmm. he's my life. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, to be a husband to Anne mm-hmm. Francis Mullen. <laughs> she's, mm-hmm. she's, She's my better half, brothers. I'm yeah. just saying, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then, <laughs> we understand that. Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah. You're wise brothers, amen. Yeah. And, 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 and then to be uh, the daddy, the papa, to uh, Titus and Phoebe mm-hmm. and Jude and Hadassah is, uh, is a, a great honor for me. Yeah. Um, to be... Um, a teaching elder and a assistant pastor for the Southwest Florida Presbytery mm-hmm. and a Westminster Presbyterian Church 
is a great honor for me. And to be the director of Christ Satisfies Ministries, guys, yeah. I would I wouldn't want to do anything else as right. far as my calling, my vocation goes. Yeah. Then reach out and minister, and connect with, and share with, and and have a life with the the people I do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, do you still have some time? You can can we talk just a little bit more? Is that all right? I, I'm yours, brethren. Okay. Um, I, I was curious to know how, when you are in the prisons and working with gangbangers and guys who are, uh, who are on the rugged areas of, you know, in, in our world, um, how you help them navigate the issues of masculinity, um, especially in these, in in these days, Mm -hmm. right? How do you help them navigate, uh, what is true masculinity? What is toxic? What is, uh, what is just uh, too effeminate, you know, how do you, how do you handle that, that dialogue, that discipleship piece? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh-huh. And, and be patient with me. Yeah. I don't because, uh, I, like you got to define your terms. What do you mean by right. that? Right. Mm. Yeah. Be- because I, I teach the scriptures. Right. So if they want to know what a godly man is, I tell them, look at Christ, look yeah. at Paul, you know, look, look, look at the follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and uh, when, when somebody brings up a homosexual issue mm-hmm. or questions about that, I will show them from the scriptures that God has made uh, male and female. The two become one. Right you know, what God has joined together, let men not separate. Right. Right. I will show them, I will show them the roles of the husband and the father and the wife and the mother from the scriptures. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to uh, exposit the scriptures or give them several scriptures on that topic that if they have questions, they can, they can look them up. And that's been a, uh, amazing means of grace, and I think the best mm-hmm. to this day way to answer somebody's questions, especially if they're trying to say opposite or teach falsehood, right? Is to show them three to five scriptures on a topic, yeah. Because if they believe and call themselves Christians, they're gonna have to submit to the help me word of God, that's right, right, brothers? That's right, mm-hmm. that's right, yeah. Is that does that help yeah, answer so, it? Yeah. So so think of it. Um, direct the question a little bit more into the uh, evangelistic side when you're you're doing outreach and stuff. And then and there's a uh, did, is there is there ever cross paths with like, hey, this is brother. The way that you know, let me let me address your behavior for a second. Or are you just trying to really focus on the cross and the resurrection and get them believing, and then we'll you know look at some behavior. How do you how do you navigate that? Well, you got to address behavior, I think, because the law is put in charge to lead us to Christ, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I think Ray Comfort is a master biblical evangelist. I think he should be connected with the local church and putting people into the local church, pushing them that way more. But mm-hmm. that's a different issue. He's a master evangelist biblically, I think. Uh-huh. And I think it, it, one of the reasons why is he connects with people with trying to show them what the scriptures say about their creator and their judge and the lawgiver, and that they've broken God's laws. They are sinners in need of 
redemption, atonement, a savior. So I'm always trying, even if it's using the scripture that God used with me, he was not with me, is against me. Right, right. He who does not gather with me, that's 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 actions, right? Mm -hmm. Scatters. And Mm. where are you? Are you truly is your life all about Christ? Or is it all about you? Is your life all about gathering people to Christ? Are you gathering people to yourself, right? Yeah. And uh so I always try to address the bigger picture of the law and their sin, especially not their homosexuality, because I minister to a lot of transvestites, yeah. and uh, especially not that particular sin that everybody is probably attacking them yeah. on. Hyper-focused on, yeah. Right, right. right. Because if, if they see that, if God opens their eyes to see that there is a creator and judge, and this is the 10 commandments, much less uh-huh. all the angles of sin that we've done against God's law, then that's not going to be an issue. They're going right. to turn from that by God's grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Your thoughts? No, I agree. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. So, so I think some people want me to get caught up in that, you know? Right. Right. And, and they'll say, you're just going to, you know, attack this and, I'm like, well, you got much bigger problems. <laughs> yeah. I think I think people you know? are afraid to just come out with what I really believe. And I, yeah. and I think we need to uh move away from that fear and recognize the mm-hmm. idolatry in it and just uh you know, I think you're very articulate in that area. And just say like this Thanks is yeah, this is this is uh, God is the lawgiver. He's our judge and and mm-hmm. this is what he says. Let's just look at let the let God speak for himself. You know, like Amen. it doesn't really matter what I think. Let's let's see what yeah. the creator thinks. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> let's go from there. You mean you mean the book of second opinions wasn't inspired? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's right. That's yeah. right. I had I remember when I was a young man uh, listening to someone speak. And I, I grew up in an independent fundamental Baptist uh, context. Right. King James yeah. only uh, in the South. And I remember uh, hearing somebody speak, and they said that they were um, doing a series of revivals. You know, here in, in the South, we schedule our revivals, uh, you know, for a, for a particular <laughs> week, uh, you know, here and there. <laughs> and so anyway, he, was, he said that he was preaching for, uh, you know, five nights in a row or something at this revival at this church. And he had, he had a guy come up the first night and come up to him afterwards and said, you know, I liked your sermon. And, and uh you know, I, I might want to become a Christian, but here's the thing. I'm not going to stop drinking alcohol. I'm not going to stop drinking beer. And the preacher said, I didn't say anything about beer. What are you talking about? I, yeah. I, I just want you to embrace Jesus. Yeah. And so the guy came back the second night. And the second night after, he said, I don't think you understand me. Um, he came up after the service. I don't think you understood me. I, I'm, I'm okay to become a Christian, but I'm not going to stop drinking beer. And he said, did you hear me in the second sermon say anything about beer? No, you didn't. Just become, just embrace Jesus. The yeah. third night, the guy came up and said, I still think you don't understand. I know Jesus doesn't want me to drink beer, and I'll become a Christian, but I'm, I'm going to keep drinking beer even though he doesn't want me to. And the evangelist said, okay, so now we have a problem. <laughs> because, it's, because the question is, are you going to f- truly follow Jesus no matter what? Yeah. And that's yeah. what it means. It's not as much about the beha- I mean, it is about the behavior, but it's about the heart. And it's about right. what you, are you going to follow Jesus or are you not? And if you're telling me right yeah. from the start, I'm going to follow him sometimes, but not always. Right from yeah. the start, 
then we have a problem. We it sounds like problem. that's the kind of thing that you're saying. It what is. Do you, what do you think about I think, that story? I, I, I love it. And, and it reminds me of uh, up in Minnesota. I, uh, I, I was, you know, different people are evangelistic buddies, right? Uh-huh like that are evangelists and like to go out on outreaches with me and like to do this. Well, this dear man named Ron, he, he said, Hey bro, he used to do evangelism with me. He says, I got a friend. His name is uh Jr. He says he's uh he has a lot of Bible knowledge intellectually in his mind, but he says, he, you know, he's got this detail companies go over his shop. He says, and he always talks to me about you know the bible bible because he knows i'm a christian and he says but he curses and he blasphemes god's name and he talks about perverted stuff and he drinks you know and he takes pills and he said he says and i've just been trying to minister to him for years and he says i've just not been able to get through he says would you become friends with him i know what you know He's like, this guy's really obnoxious. Would you become yeah. friends with him? <laughs> and he said that because Jr. used to be a black belt and be involved in martial arts, and yeah. he knew my background. So I'm like, first, of course, I'm like, ah, no thanks, you know. But uh, then I thought, you know, Lord would I think would have me minister to him. So yeah. I said I would I would be honored. So I ended up uh, showing up at this guy's shop. Um, this guy was twice as bad as he described. Mm-hmm. I mean, just bad. Big, tall dude, like six five, and uh, but just cursed and blasphemed and talked about perverted things. And uh, and every time he'd do it in front of me, I'd be like, oh, you know, wouldn't say anything to him, but I'd grieve, right? Yeah. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he'd see that, so he started, you know, tempering him to speech, and. Uh, I'd be sharing the gospel with him constantly. Anyway, one, one day after about six months of knowing him, I go, hey, JR. Uh, he was really into guns and such. I go, um, anyway, I said, hey, JR, you know, and we ended up going shooting and and uh, just uh, Lord really used him in my life to uh, introduce me to back to using guns for God's glory and enjoyment instead of, yeah. oh, no, like the left looks at him. Anyway, I was going to preach at church uh and the main pulpit pastor went away and he asked me to preach so i he's like hey uh no i said could you come and support me while i preach you know could you be there and he just went silent for a minute Hmm. and he looked at me with a scowl and he goes i'll go but after it's over don't expect me to stay <laughs> so, this, so I'm like overjoyed. I'm all praise the Lord, you know. Yeah, you know, praise the Lord, you know. And uh, so he came. Sure enough, before it was even over, gone. Right. Next week he came. Mm-hmm. Next week he came. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, he wants to meet with the head pastor so to speak and about repenting of his drinking and his pill taking and you know god who knows what god's gonna do right right, guys with each each meeting yeah Yeah. so that just reminded me of that that whole idea yeah that's fantastic sorry 
That's God's power, right? I just, mm -hmm. I'm starting to preach God's through Romans. Power. Yeah, like the prayer, community, the proclaiming of the word. These are conduits of God's power to save. We're just That's trying, right. to, That's trying to be right. faithful. It's his, it's his business. You know, it's, it, Jesus will trying build the church. Trying to be church. faithful. Okay, Hopper Podcast Hoppers, we're going to cut off our conversation right there. We had a longer conversation with Jimbo, and the rest of our talk with him is only available for our Hopper Podcast crew. Take a look in the show notes to find out how you can join the crew. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You can write us, you can call us, or just tap or swipe on the purple Hopper Podcast cover art in your podcasting app and find the show notes for ways to suggest a topic for the Hopper or tell us a funny story. Or you can just go to thehopperpodcast.org. Try to keep it clean, and if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. All right. Special thanks this week goes to the Quakers who served me burgers and ice cream at the restaurant. They were the friendly friends of friendlies. Really? Yeah. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, or join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Join our Patreon account for our bonus episodes. All right, Dave, what is the lesson that we should take away from this week's episode? That delivered pizza is the sustaining food for internet and gaming hermits. You take away the pizza uh, and that, that, that stops. That really does sum up the episode well. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm.